put to death that nefesh that's wrong about literally everything. I'm ready to cut loose myself. The Christian experience has to be sacrificed. Mm. You have to have that soldier attitude. I don't care what they think. I'm here to obey the apostolic commandment. I want to fulfill God's will for my life. Which is the favor that Jesus had from his father by being perfect. Glory. Greetings and welcome to RLM TV, broadcasting live from the Messianic Kingdom of God the Father, also known as the Sapphire Stones. During these days we will learn righteousness, the inheritance of the Messiah, where he ascended to, where he is seated on high, in indestructible, invincible, omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient flesh. That flesh is the sapphire stones. It is ten worlds of divine flesh. It cannot be killed. When you begin to receive the circumcisions of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ in your hearts, Philippians 3, not that you have already obtained that perfection, but I strive, pressing on forward to obtain it. What is that obtainment of the apostolic promise of Philippians chapter 3? The Bible says it is the outpouring of the resurrection life of Jesus Christ. That is the hope of all the apostles for the last 2,000 years. Revelation 21.14 says that the foundations and the walls of the heavenly Jerusalem are the names of the apostles of the Lamb. I like how they're not named. You know what that means? Since they're not named, people have theories, oh, it might be Paul, since we know Judas Iscariot is burning in eternal hell. might be Jude. He was one of the apostles. It might be James. He was a pillar of Jerusalem. People don't know. I'll tell you what I know, in part from the seventh world of the Holy of Holies of Absolute. I know that all the apostles for 2,000 years of every generation are the foundation and the walls of the Father's kingdom. And the Father's kingdom cannot be touched by human beings. It's invincible. It doesn't need your help. Your faith only saves you. It doesn't do anything for God. Does it move angels? Sometimes, if the Father says so. Faith only saves you. A lot of people think they're helping God. You're not helping God. You're helping yourself. You need help, man. We got help. I will send another helper. What is the other helper? Someone that Jesus Christ, the first helper, sent. That's why he says, another helper. For Messiah is a helper. Matthew 13, 43. Then the righteous, those who seek the will of God, will shine forth radiating the new life like the sun, S-U-N, Tiferet, in the kingdom of their father, he who has ears to hear, let him hear and heed my words. 
Red Letter Ministries, Jesus Christ, Red Letter Words. Forget this other Red Letter Media. We existed before them. They're copycats. People are like, oh man, Red Letter. No man, it's Jesus Letter. Jesus. You gotta think beyond men and women and all the things under the sun. It's all vanity. It's all idolatry. Think into the Father's house. We need to think into the Father's kingdom. We need our thinking to be in the realm where He is on the throne. We need our thinking to be above the Son in the thoughts of the Father that He says are higher than our thoughts. Why are they higher? Because they're purified in lightning. They are the lightning thoughts of the Father. They are the, the lightning impulses of the Keter. The seven lightnings of the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ and the seven thunders seal them up. Why are they sealed up? Because you have to pass through the membrane of the Son, the bridegroom's chambers, by the permission of the Father, through the holy angelic watchers of Jesus Christ's angel armies, who then determine if you are eligible to enter that dimension. People say, well, I have rights because I believe in Jesus. You don't have any rights. You don't even have rights to breath. The only rights you have are the ones the Father gives you. As it's written, tomorrow's not promised. And you're talking to the Jews, the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Jesus told them, your tomorrow's not promised. And we sit here and say, oh, I have messianic rights. I have the rights of a Christian. I have the blood covenant of the Lord Jesus Christ in this place. You have what God gives you, buckwheat. Your problem is you're full of stinking pride and you haven't humbled yourself through circumcisions. And so a lot of those promises that only work for Jesus Christ's divine celestial transfigured body are not working in your lives because you're totally deceived thinking you deserve something that you're not circumcised into and grafted into yet. But we will help you through the teachings of righteousness and graft you into that cultivated olive tree. Why is it already cultivated? Because the old covenant is finished. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfected with Messiah Jesus Christ who fulfilled every single part of the law of Moses. And all the prophecies of the prophets, well, not all of them have come to pass. They're called Moses and the Scriptures. Well, more than two-thirds of the prophets' prophecies were in the second coming of Jesus Christ, which a lot of it is this, the manifest sons of God, the establishment of a celestial, eternal Israel on sapphire stones, which is the realms of Enoch Metatron and the realms of Elijah Sandalphon, the realms of the pattern shown Moses on the mountain that all the copies and images below represent, including your church buildings. Sometimes, Sometimes the below realm actually mirrors a reflection of the above realm. That's a person doing God's will. There are people going after God's will all over the planet. It'd be absolute insanity to say, Oh, we're the only ones going after God's will. Just this ministry only, Buckwheat. No, that's not true. Every apostolic, prophetic, glory stream, charismatic, Pentecostal, Holy Spirit-filled ministry and church on the planet is going after God's will. The issue is they don't know God's will is a realm of lightning and impulses upon the head called the crown of life. Whose life? God's life. The resurrection life. They think it's going after something down here under the sun. My Bible says that's vanity, vanity, chasing after the wind. We're not here to destroy Christianity. We're here to help it. 
You need to get that through your skull with lightning and oil and fire and living water and refreshment and cleansing and healing. Amen. And great glory light. We're not here to destroy everything. We're here to heal everything. The cosmic tree of life is the healing of everything it is written. All nations, that means everything, all DNA, all particles, all elements, all matter. That's the end of matter. It's the healing of all matter. Daniel chapter 7, it is written. So we got a lot of funky ideas about judgment. Well, God's judgment is cleansing. The days that are like Noah, meaning it's the healing and not the destroying, but healing is the destroying of death. Healing is the destroying of deceit. Healing is the destroying of Esau and Ishmael. Healing is the destroying of the mark of Cain. It's not redeemable, nor does it desire redemption. It will only practice trickery continuously. It is the full embodiment of a bloodline on earth of the fallen angels. So is that your choice to decide if they're redeemable or not redeemable? Nope. Nope. I wouldn't even entrust that decision to someone who's resurrected beyond ten worlds. That's Jesus Christ's judgment, seated in the eternity of the eternities, who has perfect vision, eyes of flashing fire, revelation one reality. His judgment we can trust. I don't trust any of your judgments. I wouldn't judge myself. Why would I? I got Jesus, the white throne judgment seat of Christ. Anything less than that is just error. The thing is, is now through the teachings of the twelve apostles of the Lamb, the apostolic and the prophetic, and all the wisdom of the ages that we have down here through scripture and inspired writing, we understand his judgments are the cleansing and the healing of the nations. So we're not sitting in ignorance under a mark of a beast in our forehead trying to figure it out under the sun in some kind of animal intelligence and some kind of fallen DNA or fallen bloodline of the 70 root nations of the Tower of Babel, thinking that we will have discernment and like your opinion and decision and judgment's accurate. No, you're insane. To, to live fallen is to be insane. The issue is you don't think you're insane. You think you're right. And so there's no healer for you. Only the sick know they need a doctor. It is written. And if you don't come with humility and brokenness every day to the feast table, there's nothing you can receive from Jesus Christ, our healer. There's nothing you can receive from God the Father, our source of everlasting light. It's the brokenness that requires the healer. And we want to mend the soul, the human soul. We want to to fix it up. We want to have Christianity as an additional thing upon our heads. God forbid. God is not going to add His perfection to your insanity, nor mine. For the human being shall be driven out. Genesis 3, what did the Bible say? And the Lord God Almighty, Yadavav, drove away the human beings. False Christianity, which is all human Christianity, all Christianity under the sun and not above the sun, where the Father's kingdom is in Matthew 13, 43, the Father's kingdom above the Son. I am from above the Son. You are from below the Son. Everything under the Son, Ecclesiastes. Well, what about above the Son? That's the Father's kingdom of holy angels. 
That's the promised land. That's the heavenly Jerusalem. That's the heavenly Israel. That's where we're going to live when we receive the teachings that annihilate and drive out our humanity and that mark in our forehead that it's all witchcraft and sorcery. It's all rebellion and stubborn knowledge and the human intelligence and worldly philosophy and worldly reasoning and all the things you can do in the abilities of human blood that don't require the blood of Jesus for nothing. Jesus Christ said, apart from my bloodline, you can't even do one thing. I I look around here and everyone's doing everything apart from his bloodline. We claim the blood of Jesus. We say we plead the blood of Jesus. Some of you drink the blood of Jesus. Some of you smoke the blood of Jesus. Everyone's into the blood of Jesus and got 150 million blood of Jesus worshipers under the sun. The problem is his blood ascended above the sun. The source of his blood and the fountain of the Lamb is not under the sun. It's above it. He's seated at the right hand of God in Zion. It is written, Revelation 22 is to show you where the blood covenant is. It's above ten worlds. So we sit down here under the tenth world of the fall and just allow our reasoning and our spirituality and what we think we're right in agreement with, try to agree with that blood covenant. You need to be obliterated in your DNA. You can't even agree right. You can't even say an amen. There is no Selah. There is no agreement. There is no unity. There is only the burnt offering. There is only obliteration through the Torah scrolls of living water. Water proceeds from God's Word. God's Word is seated at the right hand of God. You have God and the Word of God. There are two different people. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, three persons of one trinity. God is one trinity. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Son is the Word. The Holy Spirit is the glory. Now it's one God, Yadevave, manifest in trinity. That's why even the Jewish culture of the sages of the Old Testament, do you know the name of God's Son? Have you seen one like a Son of Man? Ezekiel chapter 1, they're looking directly at Jesus. Daniel chapter 7, 2,500 years ago, Daniel was looking directly at Jesus Christ. The description of the prophets is exactly the same in Daniel 7, Ezekiel 1, as it is in Revelation 1, several hundred and different covenants apart, but it's the same God, Yadevave. So we are uniting the tribes by a unified vision and getting rid of all that individual interpretation, which is all your human confusion of fallen angel addition through your brains and bloodlines that are all Samael, Prince of Rome's additions to Holy Scripture. So he has divided and completely conquered the covenant race to the point where the Holy Spirit people The Pentecostal charismatic people have over 10,000 denominations on planet earth right now. And we sit around and say, well, who's got the right interpretation? None of you. Zero. Everything under the sun is vanity, 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 chasing after the wind. And some of you are about to realize there is one narrow way to the moon and to the sun and upon the stars 
And it is Jesus Christ's resurrection into his resurrection divine body. Matthew 13, 43, we'll say it one more time. This is an ever-increasing revelation, which means circumcision and unfolding and revealing from inside your hearts. So you learn how to listen. Let he who has ears to hear, hear. Which means a lot of people can't hear because there is magic spells in your ears. If you're zoning out, you're distracted, and you just got to go eat a hot dog or pop some popcorn or check your Facebook or check your emails. That's because there's magic spells in your senses. It's not ADHD. You're not OCD. And it is sin and it is madness. But what it is is magic spells. It's other words working in your senses, in your flesh and blood, in the nefesh soul of human blood, and it's causing you to be steered away from the cross of terminating today the distractions of the cares of the world and the cares of this life. Jesus Christ said that the Word of God couldn't take root in your heart if you cared about this life and this world. That's the parable of the seed and the sower. So if you have cares about this life, that's called family cares, and cares about this world, that's called marketplace financial cares, you will never have the Word of God grow in you. That's what Jesus Christ said. So a sower sows seed, then the enemy comes and chokes it out with weeds. That represents the cares of the world. And then the fallen angels come, black eagles flying demons and then they sow all kinds of bad seed in your heart your mind and a lot of it is just bad teaching from teachers that are under the sun which is teaching vain glory and vain idolatry and christian culturalism which is stuff that just works inside your human blood that's why we got the black church over here the russian church over here the english anglican church over here the german protestant church over here the lutheran church over here and we got the kojic and the ag over here all separated why is that because the fallen angels have separated you according to your blood and that's not a good thing you're serving the principalities truth anyhow Now, only above the sun, can you even begin waging the good Christian warfare in the one bloodline of the Messiah of Israel. Israel is the sun. Israel is the one sun. You don't have all the nations with their sun. Oh, this is our Kenyan sun. This is our Nigeria sun. This is our Congo sun. This is our Morocco sun. This is our Italian sun, our French sun, our Russian sun, our China sun, our Japan, land of the rising sun. You got your Native American sun and you got your whatever, Machu Picchu sun. You don't have nothing, Buckwheat. It is the Jewish son of Israel, the man whose picture is on the very throne of God the Father, Abba, in heaven, because it's a covenant to Israel, thank you, and nothing else. The book of Revelation of Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of the promises to Jacob Israel. The Messiah is the Messiah of Jacob Israel. All this other junk down here is demons. The problem is, you're in denial and think you have a rich history. No, you have an abomination. You have a Tower of Babel. 
You got a, a manure dumpster pile of baggage in your bloodlines that you think there might be some value there. I tell you the truth, everything under the sun is vanity, chasing after the wind. Instead of the wind possessing you, which is the Ruach HaKadosh, God the Father, it's chasing after God. It's outside of God's ways. Outside of God is outside the city gates. Outside the breath of God is outside of Jesus Christ's blood covenant. It's outside the Father's kingdom. I don't care how cosmic or how many ascension groups you think you have and how much glory and freedom and blah, blah, blah. You're all outside the city gates unless you're in that one narrow way of a six-foot man from Nazareth, born in Bethlehem, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you're completely lost in all your earthly forms of Christianity. And our problem is we sit here under the sun and defend ourselves and say, nope, I'm right. And God's trying to help you. He's not angry at you. He comes with correction. He comes with chastisement. He comes with rebuke. He comes with the conviction of the Holy Spirit and the judgment to come and righteousness. I will send another helper to help you. Well, good. He's going to help me in my humanity. He's going to help me plant churches. He's going to help me make money. He's going to help me stay healthy. You know, I'll have all of my blessings. I'll have prosperity. I'll have protection. I'll have angel armies. I'll be the sons of God. No, no, you'll be crucified with Christ. And what you'll have is the total termination of all that selfish nonsense under the sun. It's all vain idolatry. It's all your attempts to help God instead of rest in God because he's finished his works. Now you let his angels work out your salvation through circumcisions beginning in your bowels, right in your bellies, your rich treasuries of glory. Christ in you, the hope of realizing the glory, so you don't go after the glory. People go after the glory, and they strive for the glory. You can work up some kind of stuff with your blood and come and have a glory residue in your churches. The glory... There is, since it's based on blood, you can use your blood for a temporary fading glory. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, you can still tap into the fading glory of the veil of Moses. And then you sit there and call it the new covenant in Jesus Christ. No, it's not. No, you're like light stealers. You're like thieves of glory. It's the works of the angels, and by faith alone, you receive the circumcisions in your hearts and souls and minds and bones and marrow, which deals with your bloodlines of all the fallen human races and all the nations under the sun. Now you get engrafted, which means a different DNA, a different genetic heritage of the generations of Jesus Christ by circumcisions without your stinking witchcraft help without you trying to add to the works of Jesus and his angels. See, that's the cooperation. Then out of your heart will flow rivers of the works of the Holy Ghost. That's why it's called the works of the Holy Spirit. We like to say it's the works of the apostles, but the works of the apostles are, is the working of the Holy Spirit. For an apostle is a consecrated messenger. We got a lot of messengers, very few consecrated. Most people, you can see how they cringe at consecration, sanctification, and cling to their human blankies under the sun, everything, in their cares of this world and cares of this life. 
which is total idolatry. It's clinging entirely to the curse of the fall when you cling to the cares of this world and the cares of this life and not the world that is coming, the kingdom of the Father that is coming down like a Torah scroll in the revelation of Jesus Christ. I saw the heavenly Jerusalem descending out of heaven like a Torah scroll. What kind of scroll do you think that is? It's the gospel. It's the teachings of the twelve apostles of the Lamb, which are the greatest rabbis who have ever lived. They are the rabbis of Rabboni, Mashiach, Jesus Christ, Yeshua. Amen. And it's cool to pronounce it that way because the ancient Hebrew is what created the heavens and the earth. And have fun with it. It's enjoyable because all the angel virginity and all the angel purity and all the angel innocence is attached to the original design of the upper garden of Eden, which is perfect purity from all the lust of adultery burning in your eyes from Esau and Ishmael and the inheritance of the fallen angels, which was all based on lusting after women and procreating through human blood. That's why the angels fell. You know why Samael fell? All these archangels fell from heaven? They wanted a wife. Oh, buddy. We're going to go there. Might as well deal with the curse of the fall. People are so ignorant during these days. They got opinions about everything, but no revelation. Revelation requires circumcisions. You don't have revelation. What you have is knowledge that's puffed you up. Until you get the circumcision and the ascension, you do not have the revelation. So you you need to really reveal to your own brain that you don't have any revelation. Your problem is you think you know something because you've been around the glory. A lot of it was just God's grace trying to help the fallen human race ascend from the realm of the dead to where his body is in the heavenlies through the narrow path. God will come like a flood to save his people, but the stuff you had in the wilderness, that's not teaching. No, we need promised land teaching from the kingdom dimension of God the Father that never changes. The the under-the-sun teaching will be obliterated, which means all your Christian traditions are set up for a slaughter and none of them are redeemable. There is no tradition under the sun that is redeemable, nor does God desire redemption for it. It is set up to be slaughtered and circumcised into the lake of fire for eternity. Here's your issue. You're clinging to things under the sun that you think are God or godly when it was stuff that it was just God sending life preservers down to you. And when you send a life preserver off of a ship, ship, it's not even attached to anything. It's the hope of salvation. It's the hope of glory. There's no connection. You're out there wandering your own in some other waters, mixed with bitter waters, which are selfish waters, human bloodlines, and all of the blood of the nefesh of the earth, which is just wandering around aimlessly around the mountain of Jesus Christ's bloodline that goes up ten worlds to the throne of God. You ain't going up one rung until you start to connect with the teachings of the apostles of the Lamb, the foundation of the heavenly Jerusalem. It's a tower. It goes up higher than your brain can imagine. It begins in the root system of your bowels, the roots of your heart. Amen? And the roots of your heart are determined by which root system you're connected to in the invisible angelic world. Revelation 22 in the red letter says, I am the roots of of David 
and the bright morning star, which means the light of heaven and earth. Apart from those roots and apart from that sunshine, stardom, there is no light anywhere else. That's why beware that the light is in you, Jesus Christ said many, many times. One time recorded, another time insisted. But what's most important is that which is not even mentioned, but which is alluded to. It's not about, well, there's no verse for that. There's a verse for everything on sapphire stones. Once you get an understanding of the pattern above, you're not going to be wandering down here like pharisaical hypocrites with just teachers of the law and legalism in your brain thinking you know something. You're going to see the pattern above. Once you begin to see the pattern above, you're not wandering, blind leading the blind, dead burying the dead. How were the dead burying the dead? Through their religious teachings, back then it was Judaism, now it's Christian. The dead are burying the dead through Christian teachings. Antichrist, which is Samael, angel of death, that we're called to overcome in this generation, the prince of Rome, the prince of earthly, under-the-sun Christianity, that's exactly all you are wrestling against in these days. (laughs) The defilement of the covenant religion started with Solomon fornicating with the women of the nations. And at that point, Archangel Gabriel came down and put a reed in a swamp called Rome, about 950 BC. And a couple hundred years later, that that reed of, of the fallen angels working through the sin of the covenant race festered and polluted in that area because when the covenant people sin it multiplies demons because you have creative power and a creative ability out of your bellies is flowing creative power creative ability that's why all the demons are marking the christians to try to rob their birthright which is the birthright of the elohim kavad the ability to create worlds the ability to create kingdoms So when you're just unregenerate and uncircumcised and it's all foreskins of 10 worlds, like about 260 foreskins and membranes in your hearts and minds and bones and marrow, all of that ability of the born-again race under the sun is used for something in the Bible called the Whore of Babylon, mother of harlotry, mother of abominations, mother of the ability to produce demons and sorcery, and magic spells, and all wrongdoing. So you want to sit here and say, well, it's the Freemasons. Well, the Freemasons are a Christian organization. They're involved in most Pentecostal charismatic churches. One out of three charismatic pastors are members of secret societies on planet Earth right now. One out of three. So you want to sit there and say it's the sorcerers. That's all you've ever had under the sun is Christian sorcery. Most of you don't have a grid for anything else, and that's why it's so hard for you to understand Joel's bar. RLM TV is an enigma to you. You tune in and you can't rapture because there are magic spells in your ears and in your eyes. And so you immediately shoot to the external dimension of the magic arts of Samuel, Prince of Rome, and you never touch Israel. You never touch Messianic promises. You never allow the Torah scrolls of that ancient scroll of the teachings of God the Father and the Twelve tribes of Israel and the twelve apostles of them to hang different words inside your eyes and ears. Let he who has ears to hear, hear what the Spirit says of the churches. Jesus says the same words in Matthew 13, 43. Heed my words. These teachings are critical 
and I rebuke your witchcraft in order for you to be saved during these days from the rebellion that comes in the guise of Christianity that most of you are caught up into right now. Truth anyhow. You think you're being obedient. If it's under the sun and it's not the path of the ascension of the sun, you are in the greatest rebellion of all time. Most of these Christian leaders, church leaders, ministry leaders right now that you think are good are the greatest rebels of the fallen angels who have ever lived. That's no exaggeration. This is Babylon the Great. I don't care about the ignorance. The ignorance is sin. The Bible equates ignorance as sin. What is the reaction to the teachings of righteousness of the sapphire pavement of Moses and the Lamb? Have you not watched every single one of them weep and gnash their teeth for years? Don't sit there and tell me there's something good about under-the-sun Christianity. It is the pinnacle of all sorcery and of all witchcraft of all time. So when we say we want circumcisions, understand your heart, your mind, and your souls depend on it. This is not an optional teaching that you can take lightly. This is life and death. Truth, anyhow. And the ones that are not serious, that have no fear of Yarevave before their eyes, well, they'll just go from bad to worse. They just reveal their hearts were never interested in the real things of Jesus Christ to begin with. They were all just filled with lust and fornication and adultery in their eyes. They just wanted what God could do for them, not what they could do for God. They had no interest in ever becoming disciples. Selfish believers galore. Mm -hmm. And when God starts to do things around the world, people just begin to accuse and reveal their father, the devil's nature. And if the accuser's nature is not in you, then your thoughts are sanctified and you are set apart unto the Lord to have only positive thoughts. The evidence that you are being augured, that you are currently practicing the witchcraft of the rebel dogs, the Jewish dogs, the Christian dogs, the Muslim dogs, of all religious dogs under the sun, and you are currently being augured by the sorceries of the fallen angels, the evidence of that is that there is no obedience to the sapphire stones as absolute commandments and not optional material. How little you take this seriously, how little studying to show yourself approved to me? No, to the angels to the angels that serve with me. As is written, Enoch is with the angels. The path of lightnings of the sapphire stones of Jacob's ladder is being with the angels. You will see the angels, Nathaniel. What is that? The first day of Jesus Christ's ministry. So the first taste of the true apostolic foundation of Christianity, according to the New Testament, is beginning to see and understand the path of angels. Do you understand it? Do you understand how everything comes down one path? And all the enemy does is try to steal from that path, like Roman roads. We understand that there was so much stealing, so much robbing. They had to have Roman guards guarding the roads, and that's what caused 
commerce and business and even the gospel to spread throughout the whole world because if you did not have Roman guards on the Roman roads, the thieves, the robbers, the hooligans, the sinners, the wicked, the murderers, and all of the, the nastiest people in the world would rob you and murder you everywhere on the roads. So it was extremely dangerous to travel in ancient times. You'd have to travel every single time with an army. Do you understand that? Nowadays, it's like, well, they gave me a mean look and hurt my feelings. Back in those days, you couldn't even go on a trip to a nearby city without the threat of robbers and murderers. You would have to have armored guard going everywhere. The Romans provided that for the transport of information, teachings, the apostles. Of course, they were persecuted and murdered, but you have to understand it was used by God. That represents today the conquering of the ascended road of lightning. The ascension road of lightning, Enoch's path of lightning, guarded by holy angels and not the robbers and the murderers of Esau, Ishmael, and Cain's offspring, who are the sons and daughters of all the fallen angels of the ten worlds of the fall. That's why nowadays it's like you can't do anything. Why? Because Cain's race has filled the world along with Israel's race. Okay? Seed wars. So you have Cain's race and the true race of Israel which is those that love Jesus and love the Holy Spirit, circumcised of heart. They are the Israel of God. Romans chapter 2, it is written. So you have Israel and Esau. Esau's inheritance is with the prince of Rome. That's his archangel. Esau's archangel is Samael of Rome. Who do you think sacked Israel and completely obliterated it, murdering all the Jews? Titus of Rome or Titus of Esau? Titus of Samael, 70 AD, the Diaspora. Every Jewish sage has known that for thousands of years. Christians are ignorant. Christians still think there might be something redeemable in Western Christianity. No, those are different measurements of Samael and the fallen angels' influence in all your churches. And they're in every charismatic church, every glory stream church. Until we go back into the apostolic foundations of the book of Acts, we cannot go even deeper into the Garden of Eden. We don't even have honor to true apostolic ministry in the USA yet. It is full-blown weeping and gnashing of teeth persecution towards the true apostolic in the USA. You only have Esau's Christianity honored. Do you understand how the situation accurately is? And it, a lot of that too is ignorance, but a lot of it is not ignorant. A lot of it is in that stubborn anti-Israel, anti-Jesus Christ, anti-God inside-minded, anti-Temple of the Holy Spirit, anti-Christ that denies that Christ came in the flesh. Whose flesh? His own body. You and me, members of his divine body members of the sapphire stone, which is his resurrected, transfigured body above the sun. So they deny that Yarevave is formed in us and they attack us constantly. That's not normal. That's not normal. That's Esau. That's Antichrist. That's Samael. That's all hell's armies, all the angels of the kingdom of hell attacking Israel. 
So we need to fully awaken to the promises of Israel as the new covenant born again of Israel, Messiah of Israel, and come into book of Acts of the Apostles of the Holy Ghost works through the circumcision, sanctifications, and consecrations during these days. This foundation must be laid in you first, the hope of the resurrection, the apostles of the Lamb's teaching. You don't have it. A lot of you are completely rebellious all the time and don't understand even the foundations of the heavenly Jerusalem. Revelation 21.14, which are the names of the apostles. Sorry, buckwheat, you rebel witches. They're men, and it's not Jesus. You're devils. You're rebel demons. You're serving Esau. The principalities of Esau are your Christian gods. The, the principalities of Samael of Christian witchcraft are your gods. You don't even serve Israel inside Jerusalem. The demons are your Jesuses. The demons are your Holy Spirits. That's why they always disobey apostolic authority. They always dishonor the Sadiq, which is the chief apostle of the generation. Cosmic apostle? Will you start out terrestrial apostle you get consecrated from being a terrestrial apostle you have to be consecrated under the sun first as we've taught you accurately then you become a cosmic apostle and for the zedekim that means that you are first terrestrial apostolic for you can sit on the same throne as me that's the promise of the chief apostle i wish that you were all apostles like me except without these chains it's not a competition. It's not a boasting of being a better. It's a service for your enthronement in Shekinah that most of you are oblivious to. That you're even at strife with or competition with the Zadik shows that you're still under the influence of Samael's sorceries. And you don't understand anything about the New Covenant or Old Covenant. So we need to radically repent and get humbled, get broken, get crushed, and come into apostolic teaching so we can share in the Zadik's chief apostle of the Lamb's inheritance, which is sitting on the throne of Jesus Christ, the Mashiach. Anything less than that is sin. It's called falling short of the glory. The glory of what? The glory of the Messiah. Israel is equal to the Son. That's what it means to be an Israelite, prince with Yarevave. The word Israel is an ancient Hebrew word that means son of God or prince with Yarevave. Prince with Yarevave is the same term for Mashiach, the Messiah, Moshe, and being seated on the Zadik's throne. So the, every generation is to have a chief apostle or a, a Zadik. That's the Jewish term for chief apostle is Zadik. And there's only one. It's only one. But it's shared with the Zedekim of those that understand God's ways. Truth anyhow. Hallelujah. We clearly understand Messiah is Zadik of Zadiks. Messiah is Zadik of the Zedekim. But if we want to rise and shine and be seated on His throne as the bride of the Lamb, which means co-heirs with Christ and be equal with Him, so He's not ashamed to call us brothers and sisters, and begin walking in New Testament apostolic realities without the constant offense of Samael's demon spells working in your gates and brains and blood, we will have to humble ourselves and understand the Word of God much more richly. We have not understood.
we think we do, as we can see as the many of the, the people that are hearing the teachings of righteousness, they begin to boast in their under-the-sun revelations or past experiences with God or how much time you've spent with the Zadik or how long you've been around Red Letter Ministries or even at Joel's Bar and all these things become prideful utterances. None of it matters. Woman at the well had 10 minutes and she shot up into cosmic righteousness. All that matters is the narrow way. We want you seated with the Zadik, with the Lamb of God on that same throne. But if you have any other boasts and any other experience other than the circumcisions which produce the manifestations of the Shekinah God, you will find yourself completely fallen with no inheritance in the Father's kingdom. So you can spend all kinds of time with God and still go to hell. You can spend all kinds of time with the Zadik and still be eaten up. That's what Dathan did. He spent many years, decades with Moses and Aaron and the glory cloud and the signs and wonders, they still went to hell. Judas Iscariot, three and a half years, inner circle, lived with Jesus, slept with Jesus, did all day, ate with Jesus every day, under the same trees, walking around the same towns and paths, still went to hell, had no inheritance. Doesn't make, you know, you have no benefit being around me as an apostle of the Lamb, unless you're getting the circumcisions. There's no benefit for you. You will actually be the most wicked, uncircumcised Esau, donkeys, jackasses, who've ever lived. Truth anyhow. Why? Because it's totally the biblical precedent. And I love you, and I'd be a false teacher to not tell you the truth. It is not love to withhold the truth. You would be the biggest Balaam jackasses to be around the Zadik of your generation, the chief apostleship of the Lamb, and not receive the circumcisions. That's why so many of you turn into just donkeys. And that's why they go out here like Eeyore, Eeyore, and they're just the most messed up, screwed up people. Why? They resisted the circumcisions of the changing of their heart and clung to the foreskins, which are the IMs of Satan. Now they're out there boasting, saying, I was in the drunken glory. I was in the inner circle with Brandon Barthrop and with Red Litter Ministries and an apostleship. That doesn't mean anything. Now you're with Esau. Now you've insisted on the foreskins. Now you are seven times worse the children of Samael, of the kingdom of hell. Somebody say amen. amen. Is that a hard teaching? No, you need to understand this. Unless we go after the circumcision of our foreskins, the teachings of righteousness will magnify your destruction. And it won't be God that destroys you. It will be your very foreskins in you. Samael. The angel of death will destroy you because you didn't allow the word to remove the foreskins and membranes in your belly, in your spirit, in your heart, in your soul, in your feelings and emotions, how you feel and how you, your emotions don't matter. First and foremost, if your foreskins are on your heart and you don't have circumcisions of the heart, which is the circumcisions of the sun, all your feelings and emotions are lies. How you feel is totally deceiving. Your emotions are all deceptive. Now the sword of the Spirit, if you cling to it, it can cut it away. And you're going to 
change how you feel. You're going to change your emotions. Now they're not based on the human being or idolatry or vainglory or just knowledge without circumcision or Christian teaching under the sun. Now it's based on the circling sword of the Garden of Eden, which is Jesus Christ, the sword of the Lord, the Father's sword, the Father's teaching, the Father's Messiah, the Father's Son. Come on, the moon. The Lamb of God is our eternal moon, our connection to Shekinah. Truth, anyhow, book of Revelation, it is written. So during these times, we're going to need a greater listening ability. And you need to listen with your heart and not your head. Because a lot of the stuff, too, that goes on, it's magic spells still in your gates. I can see it in this broadcasting studio right now. It's a lot of magic spells in here. And your ability to hear is with the inner man. And you can hear at peace. A person that can hear in the realm of peace is listening from the realm of circumcision, which is called the city of Jerusalem, the city of peace. But if there's a a constant connection there to other things in the head that are not yet circumcised, and there's a constant addition in the ears, the eyes, the nose, the mouth, and the feeling, and the touch gates of the blood. The blood is corrupted with magic spells. And so what happens in ignorance when we're very young in the Lord is we don't know how to rest in God. So it is written, labor to enter the rest. You don't know how to rest. It's because you don't have the circumcisions of the eternal Jerusalem that was created before you were born. Bible says that heavenly Jerusalem was formed in the ascension of the Lamb and in the crucifixion and the termination of the martyrs of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. Because they're the foundations and the walls and the blood of the martyrs cries from the altar. Revelation, it is written. Therefore, that city was made 2,000 years before you were born. Try to help that city out. Try to put an additional amen to that city you'll find yourself kicking against the pricks every time. So there is a laboring to enter the rest of the city of the promised land of heavenly Jerusalem that was created by men who obeyed Yarevave and Mashiach, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, 2,000 years before this generation was created. 2,000 years before the USA was created. Thousands of years before all the nations of Europe were created. None of them existed. They were just little commonwealths. All the boundary stones changed thousands of times, hundreds of times. Nothing's the same. Everything changes. That's the shifting sand of earth, Malkut. That's the realm you can't have any investment in. That is the cares of this world and the cares of this life, which is all stupidity. All immorality immorality, and all idolatry. What is idolatry? Investing in the shifting sand of under-the-sun activity, of religion, building Herod's temple, building the church of Sardis. The church of Sardis, they had apostles coming through. They probably raised millions and tens of millions of dollars in fundraising. The seven churches, Asia Minor, had tens and hundreds of thousands of members. So all of those churches that were obliterated that have zero people that are just dead cities meant nothing. Zero. 
All of it wasted investment. Why? Because it was under the sun. Jesus commanded those churches to go above the sun, come up here. None of them obeyed. Every Christian church that is still under the sun is now a citizen of Samael's kingdom of Dat Pluto. They have hardened their heart to the place of black stone, which is Dat Pluto, a pseudo-planet. That is the bone throne of Satan. That is the maximum bondage that exists through fallen angel ability in the invisible and visible. I tell you the truth, that's where the seven churches of earth are right now. That's why so few can even listen to me. And I am not lying to you. I care. The issue is you will have to get set free from the bone throne of Satan, which is the mark of the beast in the forehead. That is the intelligence of the fallen angels and all their forms and types of Christianity that you have in your foreheads and why you're so lost and confused and why you don't understand half of this and why you're not walking in one-tenth of it. I'll tell you why. Clearly and exactly from true love. It's because of the bone throne of Satan and your citizenship of the mark of your forehead in Pluto. You are not the, the citizens of sapphire stones. You are the citizens of Pluto, the bone throne of Satan. The seven churches of earth are the citizens of the bone throne of Satan. That's how she can be the dwelling place of all unclean spirits in the book of Revelation. That's all of hell's angels. That's all the flying angels, all the crawling angels. That's all types of demons, ten different forms of fallen angels. Now ten different forms of demons. Some have wings, some don't. Some just crawl on the earth. Some are limited to the terrestrial, some are limited to the celestial because the angels that were from the heavens remain in the heavens and the demons that were from the earth remain on the earth. Two different classifications in the demonology of First Enoch. So you're going to deal with all of them in ten worlds. And there's ten worlds of earth, ten worlds of Malkut. Ten different levels of giants in the terrestrial. We come down here, we're struggling with the lust spirits, little rat spirits and mouse spirits, because we can barely even sacrifice in the first Malkut. That's where most people are at. They barely sacrifice anything in their heart. Completely and totally selfish. All their Christianity is for themselves. Jude said that end times, the mark of the most apostate, rebellious people, they'd be lovers of self. Self-love. Most Christianity is self-love. It's everything doing better me, and if you touch me with the sword, or you know the branding of the very throne of God's fire, and it does anything to my feelings and emotions negatively, I'm going to attack you. You're a big meanie. You're a, you're a false teacher. You're a false po- uh, apostle, a false prophet. You're a false evangelist, a false pastor. You're beating up God's people. No. Nope. God doesn't just beat up foreskins. He kills them into the lake of fire. Your problem is you cling to the thing God hates. You're clinging to things under the sun, the cares of this world, the Christianity of this world, the Christianity of this life, which is all the magic arts of Samael and all Christianity under the sun, which has its citizenship on Pluto, the bone throne of Satan. 
And that explains everything. And the few of you that are actually prophetic listening to me know that's the exact situation you're dealing with with all nations right now. Which means we're going to have to have more wisdom than ever before to pastor this mess and not go into the mess, not going into Dat, not going into Pluto, but seal it away by the teachings of the floods of the Torah scrolls of the heavenly Jerusalem, the twelve apostles of the Lamb, the twelve tribes of Israel, and the accuracy that comes from the archangel's gospel. What's the shout of the archangel? It's the gospel of the archangel. All the archangels are scholars that teach the teachings of Jesus Christ, the one like a son of man. Why is it like the Son of Man? Because it's the original form of Adam and Eve before the fall. Are you like a Son of Man? No, you're a man and woman. Becoming like a Son of Man is God the Father, 100%, in that human form that has all ten worlds of foreskins obliterated out of it. Then you're like a Son of Man. That's what transfiguration is. It's all God the Father in that human silhouette, but there's nothing human about you. Like means not at all like a son of man. I saw one like a son of man. Well, he used to have a human body. Now it's a transfigured celestial body with no humanity in it at all. Otherwise, it would not be ever living. It'd just have a 72-year lifespan. We know that's blasphemy. Jesus Christ is transfigured and our entire salvation is based on the invincibility of his indestructible life, Hebrews says. Amen. Therefore, you need your life to go into those realms of indestruction. Otherwise, you will surely be destroyed because you're under the sun, which means married to Satan. Marriage supper lamb above the sun. Well, you're going to have the marriage supper of giving and taking of marriage under the sun. That giving and taking of marriage, Jesus Christ said, would be the wicked the servants of Esau, the sons and daughters of Esau, and the sons and daughters of Ishmael, which, if you understand, origin is where Abraham's promises were taken from Ishmael and gone out and became Islam. Islam and Ishmael, same word in Hebrew. Islam, Ishmael, same exact thing. So it's they do have the inheritance of Abraham, but they don't have the faith of Isaac, Jacob, and Mashiach, Jesus Christ. Now, they can at any point. I mean, God's not against the Arabs. We love Arabs. I love United Arab Emirates. I can't wait to go to the Middle East. I want to go to all the nations of the world. But you need to understand that what works in those bloodlines are all the covenants of the fallen angels through Esau and Ishmael and Cain. Okay? Esau, Ishmael, Nimrod, and Cain. And that works all deceit through all the sorceries of all the nation's politics, militaries, and economies under the sun. Which means Israel's economy that won't have Esau in it, Ishmael in it, Nimrod in it, Cain in it, or any of the magic arts of sorcery, rebellion, and the stolen rungs of the path of lightnings, and that stolen Shekinah, that stolen light, and all those stolen angelic abilities. Because everything the devil comes. The devil is a thief that comes to steal and kill. So it's double stealing. So his nature is stealing and what he's going to do is steal. Why? Because that's all fallen angels can do from the path of lightnings. 
And if you're not walking on them and you're underneath them and don't have the circumcisions, there are measurements of how much you are being robbed, especially if you are dishonorable to the Zadik of your generation. Because now you've removed yourself entirely from the grace that belongs to the Zadakim, which is the remnant, for it is written in Hebrews, therefore only a small remnant shall be saved. Saved which way? In peace and prosperity inside the blood covenant of the Messiah of Israel, Isaac and Abraham, and the ancients, which was Noah and Enoch and Jared and Seth, Noah's son Shem. Noah's son Shem discipled Abram. Later on, through the discipleship of righteousness of Noah and Shem, when he was running from Nimrod, if you understand the the history of Abraham, this is how he became Abraham, it was through the teachings of the righteousness of Noah and Shem. He was with Noah and Shem for 39 years. One less than Moses. Mm -hmm. That's pretty wild, isn't it? Moses was with the angel of Yarivave 39 years in his training. Ten of them were in prison, in Ruel's jail cell. So at about the age of 80, he was sent back and released through Zipporah's righteousness to save his people, Israel. But now understand, before that, the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, our promises are all in them. Moses came to help Israel. Moses received the law for the salvation of Israel. The word of God is for the instruction, the healing, the promotion, and the peace of Israel. Galatians 6. Galatians 6. Galatia is a Greek Gentile region. He says, now you are the Israel of God. Why? Because you received Mashiach. You received Messiah. Therefore, all of the history of the Jews is your Jewish history, not just in theology, but in DNA, for God's DNA is based on Torah, the Word. How did Abraham, who was an Arab, become the first Jewish man? Circumcision, yes, but circumcision not just of the physical foreskin, but of the foreskin of his heart. He believed and it was credited to him as righteousness that is written. So it wasn't just in the natural which is important now for the good works God's prepared for you. But now all those natural things that are in Levitical code are fulfilled in Messiah. So we don't have to go around with the circumcision group, you know, like it says the Judaizers that are dogs in the epistles of the apostles, which are the rabbis of the Torah of Mashiach, the Lamb of God of Israel. Because that's all Esau. Now you're getting into legalism, you're getting into do's and don'ts, which is Janice and Jambre's Egyptian sorcery. Now you're just getting into Cain and Nimrod and witchcraft. You might as well just be a son and daughter of the fallen angels. There's nothing Christian about it. There's nothing messianic. There's no promises about it. It's all devilry. Truth, anyhow. Now, when we begin to understand the, the discipleship of the heart, because now we're dealing with the realities of God's original design of the temple of Adam and Eve, we did, the Solomon's temple was only temporary, it is written in Hebrews, so that we could have an understanding, a wisdom. We needed the wisdom of the Old Testament, Moses and the prophets, the Tanakh, in order to have a grid for dealing with these bodies and understanding these bodies as the temples of God's original temple design. 
the priesthood of Melchizedek, which is the eternal priesthood of Yadevave, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit Godhead, Galatians 2.10, taking up residency in these bodies as temples greater than Solomon's temple. Solomon's temple was destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. And the ark was hidden by Jeremiah under the place of the skull. You know it in Latin as Calvary or Aramaic as Golgotha, but in English it's called the place of the skull, where Mashiach, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Messiah of Israel, was crucified to death by the Romans. Right? So now the whole covenant is fulfilled. The blood of Messiah has been poured on the mercy seat of Moses and his ark of the old covenant. So we're not in the old covenant. Okay? So you had the physical blood on the Old Covenant. Now the New Covenant is, you're an ark. You're an ark. What kind of archon are you going to be? Whose ark are you going to carry? An ark of Samael? An ark of the principalities? An ark of Esau? An ark of Ishmael and, and Nimrod and the ten forms of Christian sorcery that deceive everyone under the sun? Or are you going to be an ark of the twelve apostles of the Lamb, the Zadokim, that carry the container of the teachings of the Mashiach, Messiah, Jesus Christ. I will write my laws upon your hearts and minds, Hebrews says. This means that now the very Ark of the Covenant is your hearts. And the center of your heart is your eternal spirit, the ability to produce Shekinah, glory, light. That's the evidence before the demons and the holy angels that you are God's sons and daughters, as is written, children of Shekinah. You are the children of light. Walk in the light. It is written. What's the evidence that you are the offspring, the genetics, the DNA, children of light? The same light that makes God God is coming out of your hearts right now when I tell you this truth tonight. And there's no resistance to this light. There's no magic spells of Esau and serpents in your blood and gates and souls. There's a love for the light, the evidence that you are children of light. Anyone that does not love the light that comes from God's own word is a child of the evil one. No one has ever served the Holy Spirit except through loving His commandments. You say you love Jesus some of these goofballs say they even love the apostles. You only prove it by your love for the Word, which is obedience to the termination of the human being in heart and mind, the termination of your own foreskins in your belly, in your heart, in your brains, in your bones, in your marrow, and your actions are your words. The world of Asai, your actions are your belief systems. The fact that people say, I love you, but they've never supported the apostles shows that their God is still a rebellious demon. Your love is entirely based on Esau. There's no love in that. Only love based on obedience to the commandments that come from the holy angels. As is written, I am Gabriel who stands before the presence of Yarevave. Because you have believed my word, blessed are you amongst all men. And blessed is your womb, for it will be the container of Emmanuel. You shall call him Jesus, Yeshua. It's like Yoshi in uh, Mario Brothers. And what does he do? He hatches out of an egg. Mm-hmm.
Word there is rock off hatch. Just want to deal with some of you because you got some reptile stuff in you. You start talking about eggs and hatching and Yoshi and Nintendo. Well, the different demon spirits and religious spirits of Samael that you're entertaining in your blood and in your souls, your feelings, emotions, and the magic spells in your gates and not the Torah scrolls in your gates need to be revealed for obliteration. Therefore, you can begin to love God through annihilation of the magic spells in your gates, the magic spells on your foreskins. So you have ten worlds. I'm going to show you these worlds. We've shown you before, but I'm going to teach on it in a little different angle. Come and see. There on the left is the Sephirot that is written, Make everything according to the pattern you have seen above on the mountain. That was the pattern that he saw above on the mountain from which all Scripture, remember the New Testament is the fulfillment of the Old Testament, so it's the model of all the writing of Scripture. The writing of Torah and the prophets, the Tanakh and Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the Gospels and Acts, which is like your New Testament, Torah, the five books of the New Testament, likened exactly to the first five in the Old Testament. So there is an old Torah and a new Torah, because we're in a new covenant. Then you have the prophets and the epistles. So the prophets of the Old Testament are likened to the epistles of the New Testament, and they fulfill every word of the Tanakh. They are not to be interpreted separately, but together. God is one. When you have that understanding, things will begin to make much more sense in true Christianity without the separation of the New Testament from the Old Testament, but the New Testament fulfilling every word and letter of the Old. Then you'll have great clarity. Then the word connects to Shekinah. The house is Moses, which is the sun, moon, and stars, and you begin to see Jacob's ladder, and you have the ability to rise on it through the New Testament, fulfilling the Old Testament through the faith of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit and His holy angels working in your hearts. This is how the path becomes clear. So there is the pattern above. Therefore, no scripture has come down to men and women, the prophets, except through that pattern on the left. Therefore, all inspiration comes from that pattern on the left. That is the path of lightnings, that is the ascension of Jacob's ladder and the path to the Father. There on the right you see it goes up seven worlds. There are three worlds of Father's Rose Garden above that. You focus on the first seven. Most of you, almost all of you are still in the first world. Unless if Rebecca's watching, she's the only one not in the first world in the whole universe right now. Truth anyhow. And we need to ascend all those worlds. To become the children of the resurrection, Luke 20, you have to resurrect. Otherwise, you're not the child of the resurrection. Why? Because you're not resurrected at all. You're still earthly, so you're the children of your parents. You're the children of your last name. You're the children of that human blood in your veins and arteries right now. Therefore, you are not the children of the resurrection unless you're resurrected up some of these heights. That is the evidence that you are children of the resurrection, therefore are angel-like. It is written, angel-like children of the resurrection, you have to rise in order to obtain that name. It is a name 
It is a birthright, and it is different than just being Christian. It's different than just believing in Jesus. It's different than just being a member of the Corinthian church or the member of the Ephesian church or a member of the church of Minneapolis or a member of the church of New York or a member of the church of Miami or Amsterdam or Beijing, China or whatever. It's different because now your identity is in the church of the firstborn in heaven. Now you're in the Father's kingdom, which is a different church. So they're leaving the seven churches of earth in Revelation 2 and 3 and joining a church, a temple, a design, a pattern, ancient, predating all civilization, where the Father lives. It's called the kingdom of their Father. The kingdom of their Father is the church of the firstborn in heaven the church of the Lamb in heaven. And we read Torah scrolls from the sapphire stones. It's a different doctrine. Clearly, it's a different teaching. It's called righteousness. You under the sun have the teaching of the foundations of Hebrews 6, baptisms, laying on the hands, and an understanding, a teaching about the resurrection. But none of you have walked in it. You can't. Because the resurrection is... The teaching of righteousness. Many shall shine as the stars of the heavens. How? Daniel 12, 3. Through the teaching of righteousness, it is written. It's a different cosmic teaching. What is that teaching? It is the teaching of the angels flying in the mid-heavens, written in the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ. Okay, last book of the New Testament Bible. You need to understand that book in the context of our Holy Kabbalah. Kabbalah is the highest understanding of Scripture. It is not heretical. The abuse of it is sorcery. The abuse of it is your world government, your deep state, your secret societies. The abuse of it is all the warmongering. Why we don't seem to have any justice in the USA, no matter what people do or say, there's just always the next warlock involved in there getting bribed and paid off to do something stupid and wrong. The reason is because of the abuse of Kabbalah. Don't sit there and think for one second that's Kabbalah. That's blasphemy. Kabbalah is the holy oral tradition of Moses and Aaron, the high priest of Israel, shown to them by Jesus Christ, the angel of Yadivave, on the mountain. It was passed down through the high priests of the Jewish race, and it was inscribed until the Middle Ages. It was oral tradition of the Jewish high priests, and it wasn't written down until the Middle Ages. And it was published in the 1400s, in Italy for the first time before we even had a printing press. And these Jewish sages, relatives of the high priests who had all of the oral tradition of Moses and Aaron, that was as holy as holy gets, guys. None of this stuff is antichrist. It's all pro-Christ. It all loves Messiah. It's all the most accurate teaching you ever heard in your whole life. The issue is when they published it in the 1400s, 1500s, 1600s, It was so powerful. The rabbis and the Jewish sages said, should we release this information to the Gentiles and to the world? And they had a meeting. This is the most powerful words in the universe. Should we even give it to the world? But Judaism was almost a dead religion at that time. It was almost a dead system of beliefs in the whole world. 
They said in order to revitalize and keep the Jewish religion, the Torah of Moses alive, we must publish it. That's why they published it. They weren't going to. This is the most precious and powerful knowledge in the universe. They published it to keep the Jewish faith alive. And it revitalized Judaism. It began to spring up everywhere. And people began to learn the oral tradition of Moses. And right after that, Freemasonry was formed in England by those who had read and taken all the scrolls of the Italian publications of the Jewish sages. They got a hold of Kabbalah, the Kabbalistic understanding of Torah and the prophets. And now we've been dealing with the sorcerers of Babylon the Great with stolen Jewish knowledge ever since. So you need to understand it was all Esau, Ishmael, wicked, evil, covetous, murderers, warmongers that stole the information from the Jewish sages that had pure intentions and were doing this work by the instruction of angels. It wasn't just man's idea. It was important that this happened, and you'll understand later on why. As wicked and as horrible as the sorceries of Esau over the nations have been to this present time, 2023, and all of the Kabbalah of the secret societies of the Black Kabbalah, that that sorcery-filled anti-Christ Black Kabbalah, because it is the working of the fallen angels on the rungs through men and women's temples on earth, it is a type of Kabbalah but it is an abomination even to most Jews. You need to understand. Some of you don't understand that. So you just think it's, oh, that's what the Jews do. They have Jewish Kabbalah centers in every single city in the world practically. You need to understand the difference of those that are faithful to holiness, to a level of purity that doesn't exist in Christianity. That they don't sin with their eyes. They don't sin with their senses. It's not racism. It's being faithful to Torah and the prophets. Most of you Christians don't walk in 1% of the faithfulness of the real Jewish sages who walk in oral tradition. You could put on the true Jewish sages on YouTube and learn something about their purity and integrity. That's why sometimes we recommend Jewish rabbis in this ministry. Very rare. Most of you probably stumble over it because you're too immature. But the issue is, there is a faithfulness to Scripture. Scripture cannot be broken. Messiah, Jesus Christ, red letters. In your Scripture, and Scripture cannot be broken, I have said you are Kavad Elohim. You are the creators of light in the world. So why are you angry at me when I say, I am the Son of God, when the Bible, your Scripture says you are Kavad Elohim, which means gods. You are creators of light. Kavad Elohim. It is written. Psalms 82 and the Gospels. Right? Now, we, we understand a lot. All people stumble over that because of how much Samuel influenced the sorcery of magic spells hanging in their senses. Who cares? Obliterate that stuff. There's n- the only person you don't want to offend is the Holy Ghost. Okay? If you're a people-pleasing demon, just drive that thing out of you. Curse your people-pleasing spirits. We want to please the Holy Ghost. We want to please the Zadik. That's not man-pleasing. That's pleasing one like a son of man. You do want to please the apostles, as is written in Proverbs, honor Yadevave and honor his anointed king, his Zadik, his chief apostle. The Honor your elders. Honor your leaders. 
That's not just Old Testament. It says the New Testament constantly. Constantly. So if there's any dishonor to true, actual maturity of God's Word formed on the inside of God's design of the holy temples of the human body, that person is a freaking devil. That person is a magic spell casting Esau, a murderer. You need to understand the offspring of Esau rob and kill while pretending to be praying. Now, you dealt with this in every church and every corner of America and Europe for thousands of years. You know how the Roman Catholics built the churches in, the, in Europe through the, the slaughter and enslavement of the whole peasant race of the Europeans. And they, they weren't just enslaving and slaughtering Gentiles. They were enslaving and slaughtering Jews as well. They're, they're anti-humanity. They're anti-everything. They're all just a bunch of demons. Okay, So the ones that are taking orders and being cabaled by the demons and the black magic arts of the secrets of Satan and the secret societies of Satan, those people are not redeemable. I suffer not a witch to live. Let the law and the Torah of Moses be hung like a Torah scroll and to obliterate these warmongering murderers in all nations' governments, militaries, and economies to cleanse the world from Esau's race of murderers and sorcerers. And all these Nimrods, and they're all like Nimrods, aren't they? They all pretend to be good while lying, murdering, and stealing especially through taxes nowadays. And you know that's true. Very few people are willing to say anything because they're such a bunch of cowards. But you have almost no representation at a county level, a city level, a state level, or a national level anymore. And you just you can't allow this stuff to happen. We are going to fight back with floods of Torah scrolls. It'll be the teachings of righteousness that grant us justice against all the wicked of Esau, Ishmael, Nimrod, and Cain, and all the world. And the ones that want to serve the devil and remain devils, let them go into the lake of fire, as it is written, and no one shall mourn over their destruction. When I send these wicked servants of demons outside the camp, and the camp in this case is earth, when I obliterate them out of the earth, when I remove hell from the earth and throw it in the lake of fire, says the Lord, I command no one to mourn over it. You're mourning the works of devils and demons and false love and antichrist. You are not to mourn. No one mourned over Judas Iscariot. The book of Acts says he went and got what he deserved. They were like, good, I'm glad he went there. He's a freaking devil and a son of a devil. And he would constantly be stealing from the treasury. He would be stealing and murdering in his heart while praying with the apostles. If I hadn't already seen that 10,000 times in full-time ministry since 2006, I'd say maybe just Jesus and his apostles dealt with that. But I've been out here on the front lines since 2006 in full-time ministry. I personally have dealt with that 10,000 times. People murdering and stealing while pretending to be praying. That is the definition of Nimrod. That is the definition of a citizen of the bone throne of Satan, the churches of Dat and Pluto that have no interest in the Messianic kingdom. They have no softness of heart towards the feelings of the Holy Spirit. They only care about their own human feelings. That's how you know their father's the devil. You hurt my feelings with your teaching tonight. We're not here to hurt your feelings. We're here to circumcise your feelings and throw them in the lake of fire because your feelings and your emotions deceive you constantly. To be a human being is a measurement of deceit. 
This word can set you free from deceit. It's through deceit that the world was enslaved to the fallen angels. What is written? Samael, the serpent rider, deceived the woman, deceived Eve. Oh man, she lamented. They cried for a hundred years, you guys. If some of you get it, you should start crying right now. She was deceived. Adam was deceived in following the woman, thinking he'd get back in the Garden of Eden. He couldn't. He had made a choice in his heart to people please, to woman please, to please the woman instead of pleasing Yarevave. He could have made sacrifice and pulled her right back into the Garden of Eden and been a high priest. He didn't. He followed the woman and left the Garden. They both sinned greatly, and they they chose the fall. Therefore, all creation that was given to God's son Adam, Adam, Aleph, Dam. Dam is the Hebrew for blood. Aleph, which is the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. God's first blood. Aleph, Dam. That's where you get the word in Hebrew, Adam. That's where it comes from. The origin of the first man. This is your father, and he's in heaven, and he loves you, and he's very much like Jesus Christ. And the oral tradition of Moses says Adam and Eve never sinned. Well, <laughs> I, I think there's a lot of different people that say things about them. I'm not going to get into that now. We'll do that another time. The, the history of the books of Adam and Eve, first and second Adam and Eve, and the oral tradition, there's a lot and a lot of Jewish writing, ancient writing, and Christian writing about that. That's for another time. We're not going to go there. That'll be a fun discussion maybe when we're down in Florida. We can begin teaching about Adam and Eve in our bathing suits because we feel like the Garden of Eden. Amen. Praise God. (laughs) Amen. Mm. Fig leaf bathing suit line. Hallelujah. Oh, God forbid. No, you got to have a sense of humor. Otherwise, you don't really understand it. Unless the joy of the Lord is on the Word, you didn't really get it to begin with because the personality or the soul was not glorified. It still just fell upon magic spells in your eyes and your ears. And the magic spells in your eyes and ears is the filtration system of sin and dirt and dust and snakes of the serpent rider of why they're ever hearing but never understanding, ever seeing but never perceiving. Otherwise, they repent and have resurrection life flowing out of their bellies. So it's the magic spells you're at war against, your own magic spells. Magic spells work on your foreskins of your heart and your mind and your bones and your marrow. Four areas where you're circumcised. That's Hebrews 4, verse 12. The Word of God is the sword of the Spirit, sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing the sun of bone and marrow, soul and spirit, judging the thoughts and intents of the heart. It is written. Therefore, understand, that is where the magic spells rest, on everything that's not judged by the Word of God. What does judge mean? Someone dies. We offer and present ourselves as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God. Well, did something die today? You didn't offer nothing, buckwheat. You're a total liar. Don't even lie to yourself. Most Christians can't even spend time in front of the Word to die to their own feelings and that those ants crawling around in their bloodstream that distracts them into different cell phone, got to check my cell phone, I wonder if someone messaged me on Messenger, my emails, or how much money do I have in my bank account, or did I make my hair appointment on Wednesday, or do the kids have Cheerios? I mean, it, you, the attention span of mice... And that, you know what that is? It's because of Satan and the sheer measure of sin in your blood. 
and it's covering your brain, and that stuff doesn't want to die. So when you start to turn on the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, that's why it goes frantic. That's why in order to die daily, you must engage in Torah at least 30 minutes uninterrupted. And if you're not doing that, you'll no longer be able to walk with me. And you'll you'll forfeit your eternal destiny. You're not serious. You're serious about the cares of this life and the cares of this world. You have no chance, zero, of becoming a disciple. You have zero possibility of ever becoming a disciple. Which means you'll live a human life under the sun and you'll never know one thing about the Father's kingdom in this life and the one that's coming. You will never know the Father's kingdom. You might get into the outskirts of the Garden of Eden, but you won't even have a house. It's true. But if you choose to become a disciple, which means allow the Word of God to terminate all those foreskins where the magic arts of the fallen angels rest, and the membranes, which is all the false light of human goodness, not just the foreskin, the membrane, so that the kernel the original design underneath the foreskin and membrane begins to exude Shekinah. That's the evidence before the angels that are your judges. They can now tell the father he's ready to go to the next rung of Jacob's ladder. He's ready to rise now. There'll be two and three confirmations of signs and wonders, every degree from Malkut of Messiah all the way up to the 10th world and worlds without end. Amen. It is written. So, you have to focus on the foreskin, the membrane, and the circumcision in your engagement of the Word. I don't care if you work 80 hours a week. If you, if you work 80 hours a week, you don't have time to not spend 30 minutes in the Bible. You spend 30 minutes engaging in Scripture with this understanding of the purposes of the Word of God to circumcise your hearts and minds. That 80 hours, you do more in 5 hours than you did in 80 because you're just completely clueless. You don't even understand what work or business or marketplace is. You're screwing yourself over. You're a fool. Spend 30 minutes engaging in Torah, obliterating the foreskins. Guess what's going to happen? Angelic ability will begin to exude from your heart and your brain and your bones, and not just your own angelic ability as children of the resurrection, Luke chapter 20, but also other holy angels begin to accompany you because now you're like the angels, you're with the angels. So now you have three, four, five, ten times more workers in the air, in the elements, in the, the moisture, in the, in the clouds, and over the earth, in marketplace, in priesthood, in business, and your plans will succeed. Why? Because you get 70 counselors. Angels. You have 70 angels. In the midst of 70 70 counselors, plans succeed. You know, at that point, when you can amass 70 angels through your circumcisions of letting the angel of Yarevave formed in you, that means everything at that point is pretty easy for you. That's why he says, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Now you're entirely angelic. That's how the resurrection path of Christianity was always meant to be lived. Men turned it into something else down here. That wasn't God ever. God has never dwelt under the sun or in men's building. He has never been involved in the human flesh and human blood building. Never. Angels built the ark. Angels built Solomon's temple. Angels did every single work from God the Father's throne since the creation of the world. Truth in you. God the Father is the king of all kingship. He's the father of all fatherhood. Truth in you. So he is not getting off his throne. He sends 
angelic envoys. He's got myriads of myriads of angels serving him, and he needs no counselor. This is Abba Father Yarevave, maker of heaven and earth, whose son is the Lord Jesus Christ at his right hand in celestial flesh. This is your father. Amen. This is your God. Father God in heaven. Now, to be his children, we need him formed on the inside. That happens by the rungs of the Sephirot, where he wrote his words, his laws of the angels in heaven, of how things should work. And when you rise in his ways, you're acknowledging that his word is true, and men are liars, and angels are liars. One third of the angels are liars. All men, all women are liars. Everything under the sun is vanity chasing after the wind. Therefore, you're acknowledging the truth. That's what removes the falsehood. It's agreement with the Father, His Word, in the angel of Shekinah, who is the Holy Ghost, brooding mother hen, the atmosphere of heavenly Jerusalem, the promised land, the fullness of the glory of the Word, Holy Spirit. Amen. When you begin to get into that atmosphere, you acknowledge that God has always been right. He's never done anything wrong. You begin to understand all the wrongdoing of the angels, all the wrongdoing of the nations, and you begin to have the wisdom of the ages. You begin to have the headship over the days. You begin to agree with the Father. He's always been ancient of days. He's always been over all the days, over all the times and seasons and constellations and planetary systems of the heavens that are for the government of day, time, and the government of night, space. And the Father has always been over it and above it forever and ever. Amen. He just wants some of you to join Him. Some of you, other parts of you, He doesn't want to join Him. That needs to be thrown in the lake of fire, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's the stuff twitching and flailing and distracted. I turned the message off 30 minutes ago. I can't take any more. It's enough circumcision today. And the knife was a hundred miles away from your heart and you're still manifesting like demons. And that's how it is out there. We already know. Otherwise, this place would be so full I'd have to rent out the twin stadium. People don't like righteousness. They love rebellion. Give me self-love. Give me religion. Give me Esau. Give me Christian sorcery. Don't ever infringe on my rights or my cares or my desires. There's no sacrifice down here at all. People are so self-servient. Amen? The ones that are sacrificing, it's Christ in you who's sacrificing. You're simply learning how to yield and letting your foreskins and membranes be obliterated so that Christ can be fully formed in you. The life I now live is by faith in the Son of God who lives through me. All this other abomination is just you resisting the Holy Spirit in the guise of being pious like you're praying out here. It's all Babylon the Great. And I know it's true of everyone in RLM and every other Christian church and Christian ministry in the entire universe. Because we're not deceived. You're deceived. And all of that deceit is what needs to be circumcised off of you. Then you shall know the truth. Then you shall purchase Isav. Isav where? Where he is. That you may truly see. Under the sun is blindness. You know what you practice under the sun? Christian blindness constantly. May all your works perish into the lake of fire. We're done with that rubbish. We're done with strange fire. We are done. I curse it into the lake of fire and I command the Father's kingdom to come down like floods of Torah scrolls of the twelve apostles of the Lamb and hang on all five senses of all nations, tribes, and tongues forever until wrongdoing is obliterated out of the earth. Amen. 
We'll see you guys tomorrow. We raised about half of what we need for the baggage and for the shuttle. Baggage, we have 10 to 12 bags, which is $1,000 per flight. And then we have shuttles. We need several shuttles, at least six shuttles, and those are $350 plus $50 tip. That's the only way that this professional broadcasting company called RLM TV is going to do Florida. We're not going to Florida as some kind of ragtag college team of goofballs with webcams. We're coming with professionalism to get everyone's attention that these people are serious. They're here with the top of the mountain to take over everything. We're coming in like the Magi from the East in kingship. You're supporting the kings of wisdom, the kings of the Sephirot, the kings of the Sapphire Stones, the kings of heavenly Jerusalem underneath the authority of the King of Kings, Jesus Christ himself. Partner with that. We could use your support right now. We're expanding in Florida. It's doubling our expenses. Sign up. We have just invested in all kinds of technical support and developer research, the best developers we could find in building our giving page at www.rlmtv.tv backslash donate. Links in the description. Go to www.rlm.tv and click the donate button. You can do it in your cell phones, your mobiles, your PCs, anywhere in the world. And we have just hired a professional team to refine it. Now you can go in, click a button, and see all of your giving reports. It'll send you an email to your email, and you can see all your giving history. And we just spent weeks perfecting the whole system because people were having problems. Well, we took care of it. We had all the developers rebuild it and it's all brand new for you guys to raise the support so we can double this broadcasting company in Florida and in Kenya and in Europe and in New York and in Los Angeles and begin growing. And those that grow up with us will have an inheritance in Sapphire Stones. Some of you are such characters, you're, you're created to be like Beavis and Butthead on MTV. No one can deny that. They've calling you Beavis and Butthead since childhood. Well, RLM TV might have cartoons, and we're going to need some hosts. We're going to need some talk hosts. We're going to need some game hosts. We're going to need all of you characters and animes and caricatures. As you raise up, don't disqualify yourself by any offense of the magic spells in your senses. The best is saved for last. It is just starting to get good. We have just been qualified as heaven and earth architects of new heavens and new earth over all the apostles of the heavens and the earth by God the Father and the heavenly Sanhedrin of the 24 elders of the heavenly Jerusalem to do this work over the earth. The cap is off. Let the nations rejoice and come into the teachings of righteousness and support RLM TV as we expand the teachings of righteousness over all the nations for their salvation to learn how to live biblically in the heavens according to the design shown above on Mount Sinai, the sapphire stones of Jesus Christ. Amen. Click the links in the description. Give generously. Let the angels bless you and help you. And may you hear accurately as you're circumcised and you're washed in the water of my holy words. It sanctifies all your senses to hear clearly the commandments of Jesus Christ's holy angels to obey with all your house, to obey with all your marketplace, all your business. And as you obey, you'll be promoted. 
by the angels of the God I am, whom we serve faithfully in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll see you guys tomorrow.
Drink, 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 oh, drink. 